Welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast, where the journey is the destination. It's the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Well, hey guys, welcome to the podcast today. Uh, we so appreciate you giving us a little bit of your time and uh, you spending time with us and helping us speak into your marriage adventure. Bonnie, yeah. welcome to uh, welcome to yeah. the podcast today. Well, thank you. Welcome you too. Mm, I feel welcomed. Mm-hmm. Well, we are glad you're with us. And, you know, we were all ready for 2020 to be over and done with. I mean, it was that idea of let's go into a new year because 2021 is going to be so <laughs> much better. Uh, where did we get that from? I don't know. It's been crazy. It's been a crazy start. Oh, my goodness, man. The first, like the first two or three weeks of 2021 i was like man i really just long for the good old days of 2020 (laughs) oh man our nation i feel like is just so divided right now and people are being outright just just hateful to each other and i mean i've had to go off social media it's just Mm -hmm. i can't i can hardly even look at it anymore because people are just not being kind there's just absolutely no grace for anybody that say that says something that we don't agree with. Well, in a culture that wants you to be tolerant, mm-hmm. it's not very tolerant. No. They're not tolerating much of anything. It's the it's really the whole cancel culture. Mm-hmm. If I don't approve of what you're doing or I don't like what you're doing and you don't think the same way I do, I'm going to cancel you and block you out like you don't even exist. That's right. And, and that's, it's sad. It is sad because we, we don't show anybody any grace for just, well, maybe maybe that's not what they meant. We don't even we mm-hmm. don't even try to figure out what they're saying. And, and that really leads us into what we're talking about today because last week we started talking about just the importance of grace and having grace in your marriage. And we said that love gets you married but grace keeps you married. Yeah, those those couples that that have been married for a while and experience a lot of turbulence, it's not that they've really fallen out of love. Mm-hmm. And the, kind of like we said last week, I think if, if a gunman broke in their house, they'd gladly give their life for their spouse. It's not that they don't love them. It's that they, they don't have any grace on them. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason. And that's, I think, the missing ingredient in a lot of our relationships. Mm-hmm with family. Um, and, and the primary reason is because that's how God sees us. God chooses to, to see us for who he knows we are in Christ, not so much how we act. He sees us for who we are. So when we extend grace to our spouse, then we choose to see the best in them rather than harping on their flaws. Yeah, that's so important. And this week we want to pick up where we left off and we want to start talking about um, what this kind of grace when we have that kind of grace for each other in our marriage where we are willing to forgive and we're willing to extend grace in the small things what can that kind of grace do for you in your relationship we can't thank you enough for listening to our podcast weekly you are why we take the time to do what we do if you find our conversations and the topics that we address on our podcast every week helpful in your relationship then chances are other people will too so please take a moment and share this with your married friends or engaged couples who are just starting out on their marriage adventure you can also connect with us on facebook and instagram we'd love for you to share this weekly so that you can help us encourage and invest in as many people as possible and help encourage them on their marriage adventure 
So today we're talking about grace and how does a grace-filled marriage, how does it affect your household? Okay, you know, we all have, and we've talked about this before, we all have a thermostat in our household. You know, right now it's funny because, give you a little insight, our kids are inside in the house and Bonnie and I, we don't have a basement, we don't have a massive house by design, we kind of mm-hmm. like a small house and... Um, and so we are in the driveway in our motorhome. So it's also not just a recreational vehicle. It's a podcast studio. Yeah. It's an office when we're quarantined. And I have a thermostat here. Well, because, right, this is behind the scenes, because microphones pick up heaters and furnaces and air conditioners and the noise, we can't keep on the heat and it's cold out. And so we're like both cuddled, like bundled up in blankets and all that kind of stuff. And so I have to have my thermostat off. And so, but the, just like the temperature in your house or in this RV right now is freezing, grace sets a temperature mm-hmm. it, and, it, and it permeates everything and yeah. you can feel it. Oh, yeah. You know, um, have, you ever, have you ever walked into a place and there's that one person there mm-hmm. that you just, they kind of set the temperature for the whole place? Well, yeah, where you just don't feel safe. You mm-hmm. just feel like, oh, I got to watch everything I say because they're going to, what are they thinking? Well, what are they going to say later that I said? How are they going to twist what I said? How are they going to use it against me? Or mm-hmm. I just. I can't do anything yes, right. I can't do anything right. I can't be myself. Uh-huh. And it's exhausting. Oh, man. It it's is. exhausting. And you you just don't feel safe there. And you, you don't want to be around that person. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But God wants our marriage to be a safe place, mm-hmm. to grow and to learn and to be more like him. And he wants it to be a place of freedom. Yeah. And and I tell you, and we'll, we're going to be talking about marriages, but that spills over into parenting. Yeah. And one of the hardest things I'm finding, I think Bonnie and I have kind of seen, we're, we're about halfway, not done because I don't think you're ever done being a parent, but we're halfway done on this 18, 19 year journey. Yeah. And, um, of parenting our kids and that is a really hard balance to strike in parenting and uh and we haven't parented through the teenage years yet and i know that i know that presents a ton of struggles of itself unique struggles um but it is it's a hard balance to strike of setting down rules regulations discipline discipline uh you know respect showing respect they need to show respect to to authority Mm -hmm. and showing respect to your kids um and then balancing that with grace (laughs) you know yeah it it is it's a it's a very hard balancing act well i know we we attempt we really have attempted to make sure that our house is a safe place and that they do feel um they feel grace in the in our in -hmm. our family and so i remember when josie was little we tried to introduce this idea of grace <laughs> and we explained that, you know, you, you did this and you deserve to be punished for it, but you know, God is, God has grace for us. And so this time, just this one time, we're going to show you grace. And so for the next month or two months, every time she got in trouble, she's like, show me grace, show me grace. grace, show me grace. And I was like, oh man. And then we we're like, okay, okay, Here's let's, let's teach down. you about um, the other side of that is God's discipline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now God disciplines us. Yeah. But in our marriage, grace allows it to be uh, in our household or in our relationship 
there it allows certain freedoms mm-hmm. and um and and what are some of those freedoms and that that grace kind of allows in our relationships i think grace lets us be ourselves but it gives us the freedom first of all i think to be different mhm mhm because i mean we've said this so many times on our podcast that we are we are married to someone usually very different from us mm-hmm. we have different personalities Sometimes we have very different interests. We have different likes, dislikes. We have a different vantage point. Mm -hmm. And if we can't have the freedom to have that in our marriage, then we're not going to feel safe anywhere because that you're the person, you're my safe person. Mm -hmm. You're the the place that I can say something stupid. I can be different. I can be weird and think very different from you. And you're not going to hold it against me. No, and it's that fine, you know, it is that fine line of when you say something stupid of me finding the balance between flirting and picking on you mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. and then knowing when eh, okay, now's enough. Now's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. But that kind of does, it, it's in two ways that we're different. One, we're different from each other. Mm-hmm. We're very different from each other. And now we have the same, a lot of the same interests, most all the same interests, yeah. not a hundred percent, but some of you guys listening, you may be totally different, not just in personality from your spouse, but you may be different in your interests and things you like and, and, you know, recreation or in things of enjoyment. And, and that's got grace allows that to be okay. Now yeah. you need to be able to come together and, and, and enjoy some of your spouse's interests in them with you and that again is grace it's that grace of you can be different from me and i can still enjoy yeah you know what you love you can have a different opinion Mm -hmm. you know even going back to what we were saying with the whole cancel culture it's giving you the the freedom and the dignity to think differently from me and us talk about it in dialogue and it's still at the end of the day if we don't agree it gives you the dignity to be different from me Mm -hmm. and that's great and it allows you, even when you're different, to find win-win solutions. Yes. Yeah. And that's what grace does. But the other side of that freedom to be different is weird. it allows us to be weird when it comes to the world and <laughs> yeah. other people. Yeah. And there's so many times that I've looked at you and like, man, I'm so glad you're weird like me. Yeah. You know? and I'm Like, there's nobody else that could be married to me except for you. You but, know how weird I am and you love me anyway. Oh, I know. It's such a it's such a safe place yeah. in your relationship and in your marriage. So I think that first thing is it allows you to be different. But there's another couple of freedoms that it brings is, and I think this freedom to be different leads to this one. It leads to the freedom to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because you have grace and we're different and we're weird, we have that ability to be weird, then I can feel vulnerable with you Yeah, to be weird. Well, and there are things that I can say to you and open my heart up and share with you that I can't share with any other anybody else. And sometimes that's the deepest, darkest side of me. Mm-hmm. And knowing, man, that's it's risky to share that. That's what vulnerability is. It's risky. It is. And But... I'm going to share that I actually thought that and know that you're going to have enough grace on me. You're not going to bolt <laughs> yeah, or that you're not going to think, Oh man, that's really, it, mm. it, it gives you the freedom to be vulnerable, to show your, not just your weird side, but your ugly side Yeah, that I understand that you can, or you understand that I can get, wake up on the wrong side of the bed and be in a pissy mood. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
it's our podcast. I can say pissy if you want. And 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 you understand. Okay, it's he's just in a bad mood. I get in bad moods, and you show me grace for that. Mm-hmm. And I can have those days. Yeah. And you're not gonna, you know, it's not gonna be the end of the world. You're not gonna hold it against me, and you're not gonna bring it back in my face mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, and throw it back up in my face. It's it's that freedom to be vulnerable. Yeah. And that also means you can be candid. Yeah. That's, and that's yeah. another freedom is that in a grace-filled marriage, we have the freedom to be candid with each other, that we can share our thoughts and I can say what I think. And, you know, there's sometimes I say what I think and it comes out in a way that might sound hurtful towards you and I have to rein it back in. But grace doesn't hold that against me mm-hmm. when I say I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. There, been, there have been times and that I've been pretty candid about something. And that could have been hurtful. Mm -hmm. And then later I think about it and I'm like, you know, I really didn't mean that. And instead of going, oh, but you said that, you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, all right. It gives you the freedom to change your your mind. Yeah. Or to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Or to, you know, know, to to look like a fool and not hear about it a week or two later. Mm -hmm. And that's what Grace does. So it gives you the freedom to be different, be vulnerable, be candid. And and then I think that this last one leads into what we were talking about. It gives you the freedom to make mistakes. Yeah. And that is, here's what grace does. Grace, and it's just like the, in scripture, the love chapter that we've all read, it keeps no record of wrongs. Mm. And in grace in love does that. It keeps no record of wrong. It allows you to make mistakes. And, uh, and I think we kind of said this last week, if, if I don't have grace, I, I need to show it because I'm going to, I'm going to mess up sometime in the line. And if I don't have well, grace on you, yeah, you know, I'm going to need that same kind of grace one day shown to me. Well, and there's sometimes I believe that in marriage, if one person, if we make a mistake, the other person's kind of just waiting for us to make the mistake because then they can put it in that and we talk about this before we, that sometimes we keep an arsenal, a closet of arsenal yeah. of things that I can pull out the big gun sometimes when I need it. And if you screwed up, then if I'm losing an argument, I'm going to go back in that closet. I'm going to grab a little grenade and I'm going to toss it. And that mm-hmm. I, trump card, I win. You know, mm-hmm. I, I pulled that card because you had made a mistake years ago and I'm still going to hold it against you. But grace doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to lay that down because it takes humility and it takes the giving up the ability to always be right. And that's hard. Yeah. Um, on the larger, more hurtful scale of things, when I, I deal with couples all the time that um, have gone through affairs. Mm-hmm. And typically when they come into my office, it's they've it's come out. Yeah. And that both spouses come in. Wanting to uh, work on it. Wanting to work on it. Yeah. I, I can't tell you. Maybe one time I've had somebody come in and confess what they've done to me and they haven't confessed to their spouse. Usually they're caught. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's typically, it's not often that we just confess our sin without getting caught. And um, and that's usually where they are. So they'll come in and and as we're working through this, what's happened now is the person that has committed the sin has now been freed from the sin, mm-hmm. typically, because it's out in the light, it's exposed and the enemy you know, he hates that. And so the Lord can deal with it. And if they're a Christian that, that repents from it, now they're free from that. 
But what they've done is like a baton. They've handed the hurt and the struggle now to their spouse where they've carried it, the shame and the guilt of all this. Now it's out in the open and not that they're free from guilt and shame, but they hand that hurt baton to their spouse. Mm -hmm. And now their spouse has the long road of recovery as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and typically what I tell the spouse is you have a trump card now for every argument. Mm-hmm. you'll ever get in or every time you're you know your spouse you don't get your way yeah every time you don't get your way or every time they mess up if you choose to use it mm-hmm. now let's talk about grace yeah grace is ripping up that trump card and throwing it away that's a big one there it is a big one and 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 it's not one that you can just do one time I mean, yeah. it, 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 it goes along with, effort. it goes along with forgiveness and daily dying and intentional grace. But if I choose to use any Trump card against you, our relationship can't go forward. Mm-hmm. You know, to go back to our engine analogy of last week, it's like throwing sand in your, in your oil or your gas tank. Yeah. It's going to clog up and break down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we've got to be willing to allow our spouse to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And um, now well, if that's, that goes to the same thing we were also talking about last week that we expect, well, we, we know we could not function in life without God's grace on us mm-hmm. because we are going to constantly make mistakes. So if we, ex- we walk in that grace daily, mm-hmm. but then we can't extend it to our spouse. Yeah. So that's what we need. Yep. And uh, we've we've got to to be able to offer that to our spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this one. Grace doesn't expose. Mm. Grace doesn't shame. Grace covers. Grace carries. Mm. Man, let's take a second and break that down. Grace doesn't expose. We don't we don't have to point out every flaw in yeah. our spouse. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times that it's kind of like if you ever get a blemish and you just feel the need it starts healing and then you just pick at it mm-hmm. and it's open again then you it just it you just won't leave it alone and it never can heal if you do that and you're exposing the hurt you're exposing whatever the person did mm-hmm. over and over again if you just keep picking at and pointing out the flaws in every sin it doesn't allow you to move forward and to heal mm-hmm. in your relationship or allow them to heal when they've done something dumb mm-hmm so. It doesn't expose, it doesn't shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, shame makes us want to hide. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's like in the Garden of Eden, they hid because they were ashamed. Because they had sinned. And, and scripture bad. tells you there's there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Okay, so Christ doesn't condemn mm-hmm. us when we sin, and he doesn't condemn our spouse when we sin. It's easier for us to say, okay, thank God that he doesn't condemn me, but... They need to be condemned. Mm-hmm. What they did was bad. It was worse. And so. Because if they aren't condemned and God's not going to, if I don't condemn them, God's not going to condemn them, then they just get away with it. That's what And we they'll think. do it again. In our minds, that's what we think. But you know what God did in the Garden of Eden? Adam and Eve had sinned and they hid from him. They tried to make a covering, but it was insufficient. But you know what he did? Instead of shaming them, he came looking for them. Mm. And this third point we said was grace covers. And God did that. He said, let me create, let me make this right. Let me cover you. 
instead of exposing you and let me help cover that sin in a way that only I can. And if Christ did that for us, that's what he is asking us to extend. That's, and that is a costly grace. Mm-hmm. It is very costly. Um, but First Peter 4, 8 says this, Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Mm-hmm. And love is so tied to grace. We've got to love our spouse enough to show that grace that covers. Mm-hmm. That, you know. I, read, I read a story the other day, and, um, and it was a true story by, and the actress has slipped my mind. This was in our notes. It just kind of popped into my mind. I'll think of it in a second. Um, but she was recalling when she was little mm-hmm. in, you know, in the probably 1930s, 1940s. And, um, and the, her family was going to a circus. And in front of them in line was a family that she could tell was very poor. There was a lot of kids, you know, seven or eight kids. And but she said, but they, they were, they were, their shirts were tucked in. They all had a belt. They were all in line, just being, you know, really good little kids, obedient. And the mom and dad was there. And the dad went up to pay to get into the circus. And uh, and the person at the, the booth said, well, that'll be, you know, $20 for everybody. And he just hung his head and he said, it's $20. And, uh, and she said, my dad... Mm-hmm. We were standing behind them. My dad reached in his pocket and dropped a $20 bill on the ground. Mm. No one could see. And he he picked, he picked tapped the guy on the shoulder, the dad, and he said, Sir, you, this fell out of your pocket. You dropped it. And mm. he picked up the $20 bill and he handed it. Wow. And uh, and she said, we, we didn't buy tickets. We were heading home because that was my dad. That was our money to get into the circus. And my dad wow. gave it. And, and I thought, I think about wow. that, that grace, it doesn't shame. Mm-mm. It covers. Mm-hmm. He, that, that dad covered the fact. He didn't let everybody know that he didn't have the money. He didn't even let his, the guy's kids know that he gave him the money. Mm-hmm. He said, you, dr- you dropped this. This fell out of your pocket. Gave him dignity. And he gave him dignity. And that's a great picture wow. of what grace does in our marriage is that when we see our spouse mess up, when we see our spouse have a bad day, we cover it. Mm-hmm. We give them dignity mm-hmm. and we come alongside them, even at our expense. Yeah. Even if we can't go to the circus, right? Yeah. It, that's what grace does. Yeah. Yep. And that last part is that grace carries. Um, and there's going to be, um, there'll be a time when we fall and we need to be carried. Mm. And so we do have to cover for each other and carry each other so that, you know, we're going to, we have to be willing to carry our spouse when they're not at their best because there's going to be, there've been so many times in our relationship that you've carried me through the hard times. And it was grace because there, I wasn't pulling my load. I remember when I lost my, my dad and it was, it would, there would be weeks that I just, days that you come home and I just couldn't cook dinner. I couldn't bathe the kids. I couldn't do all the things with the toddlers that need to be done, but you didn't, you just carried me. I needed a season of grace and you carried me and didn't expect me to, well, you're falling down on the job. You, you covered me in grace and then you carried me through. And that's what we do for each other. That's what marriage is. Mm -hmm. That's what we're agreeing to Mm -hmm. when we get married and instead of shaming each other and, and having to be right all the time and, and pointing out the flaws, we cover each other and we carry each other and Mm. we don't, and there's no shame in that. Man, that's good. 
So what if I love my spouse in this way? And what if they don't respond? Mm -hmm. What if they don't respond in the same way? You know, I don't, I don't know how it's going to turn out. Sometimes it, it takes just one person taking one step towards their spouse to make all the difference. Yeah. And it may not be that you show them grace on one account and then they change. Mm -hmm. It may be, it may be years. It may be years of showing grace. I mean, there's so many accounts of, I could, I could sit here and tell you about believing wives living with an unbelieving husband Mm -hmm. and they, they walk with God, they show God and God's love to their spouse. And in turn, the, 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 the husband can't live with grace and turn a blind eye Mm. and, and they, and salvation comes to to that family through that. Well, that was what salvation was. It was us walking in darkness with our backs to God and him saying, I'm going to take a step and pursue you. Mm. You're my enemy, but I'm coming after you and I'm going to show you grace. And what does scripture say? It says it's his kindness that mm. leads us to repentance. It's not his, his stiff right hand or even, against us. It's not even his threat of hell right. that turns us to him. People are rarely drawn to God because, mm-hmm. oh, if you, it's not the turn and burn thing doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But his loving kindness towards us draws us to him and draws us to repentance. And in the same way, if we could be loving and kind and show grace to our spouse and, and see them for who they are and give them the freedom to be themselves and to mess up, that's something that's irresistible. Mm-hmm. That's something you want to be part of, a place you feel safe that you keep running back to, mm-hmm. not a place you feel condemned and that, that man, I just can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of marriage I want. And that's yep. the kind of marriage we want to work towards. Yep. So here's, here's the question as we wrap up today. What do you need to show grace towards your spouse for? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the one step in relation to, to a graceful marriage that you can take towards your spouse today? And, uh, and I want you to pray over that. I want you to think of that. And what's that action and how do you do that? And uh, my prayer for, for you and your household is that it can be a place filled with grace. And I'm going to say this. If you don't know Christ and you're listening today, that's going to be a very difficult thing to do yeah. because that's who he is. And that's the kind of love he has. And, uh, and maybe that's your first step is coming to know Christ in an intimate relationship. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Can't wait to be with you again next week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, then head on over to Facebook and Instagram and give us a follow. Have a great week.